Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you. Thank you again for joining me today. Hey, just a quick reminder before we get into a couple of more stories, before we finish the program today. Um, I want to encourage you to continue to pray about giving to the Bible League. We're finishing up our Bible League campaign on Friday of this week. Uh, but today, you can still call 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673. Now, I just want to thank God, praise God, and I want to thank you listeners for being incredibly, incredibly generous. Our goal when we began last Thursday was 2,400 Bibles, $5 apiece. That comes out to $12,000. Well, we have exceeded that goal. Um, I checked well, a couple of hours ago, and uh, we were at 14000 uh, either $20 or $80. I don't remember. But we're slightly over $14,000. So we're a couple thousand dollars beyond our goal. But as I continue to say, the most important thing is not reaching our goal and quitting. The most important thing is providing as many Bibles as we possibly can to people around the world who desperately want the Word of God and need the Word of God through the Bible League. And uh, I haven't mentioned this for a couple of days. How can it be $5? And especially when you understand what that $5 covers. The $5 for each Bible, and by the way, these are not cheap little uh, paperback Bibles. These are quality, hard-bound Bibles that will last for years. And they need to be quality because the Bible League tells us that every Bible will touch at least 12 individuals. <laughs> Pardon me. At least 12 individuals. $5 covers the printing. Now, that in and of itself would be miraculous. A $5 hardbound Bible? Are you kidding me? Uh, not cheap paperback? But it not only covers the printing, it covers the shipping, and the reason for that is the Bible League is very, very frugal. They try to find printers that, if they uh, order a high quality, can get a very good price, and a printer that is close to the ultimate destination, so that the shipping costs are very minimal. So the $5 covers the printing, the shipping, and the distribution. Now, here's something you really, really need to understand about the Bible League, if you have not heard me say this before. They don't hand these out like lollipops on a street corner. People who receive these Bibles have to earn them. They go through a discipleship program called Project Philip. It's a wonderful, wonderful discipleship program, extensive, in-depth. It's not easy. And the individuals who receive these Bibles have to go through and complete Project Philip. Then and only then will they be awarded a Bible. So these Bibles are going to people who have been willing to go through training, discipleship, spending hours learning 
the principles of the Christian life, and then and only then are they awarded their Bible. And all of that, five bucks. Five bucks. So we're uh, slightly over $14,000. The campaign ends completely this coming Friday. You still have time. I encourage you to call 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673. Another $1,000 came in yesterday, and I just mentioned Bible League two or three times. So you can go, you can call 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, or you can go online to thewordcolumbus.com, thewordcolumbus.com, and simply click on the Bible League banner. So you can still give. Uh, The campaign ends up on Friday, and I, I can't wait to see how far we go. And that's between you and God. Hey, here's a story, and I mentioned it just briefly earlier in the week, but it deserves just a little bit more attention. It gives you an idea of where we have gone here in America. On Monday of this week, uh, Governor Greg Abbott of Texas signed House Bill 25 into law. Now, it won't take effect until January of 2022. What does HB 25 do? It prohibits biological males from competing against biological females. Now, if you would jump in your little time machine and go back even 50 years, the common person on the street would say, why would we need legislation like that? Are you kidding me? Boys don't compete against girls. Girls don't compete against boys. There's boy sports, girls sports. Well, we have come to the place where we are absolutely denying science. And this is what I think is just so bizarre. Uh, Through my entire life, because I was raised as a Bible-believing Christian and a solid Bible-believing church, I have always believed in creation. Um, To be really honest, I first believed in creation because I was told that's what I was supposed to believe in. That's not why I believe in creation today. I believe in creation today because I've studied it myself, and I'm absolutely convinced that God created the heaven and the earth just like the Bible says in Genesis 1, 2, and 3. I am a Bible believer not because I was told, but because I have studied for myself and made that decision. But we have gotten so far away not only just from biblical principles, but the principles upon which our country was founded, and simple things like boys are boys, girls are girls. But anyway, what I started to say is, my whole life I've been called a science denier. You Christians are science deniers. Well, there is no doubt today who the real science deniers are. 
The liberal progressive left wants us to believe that there is absolutely no difference between men and women, boys and girls. And they want us to believe that if you take a few hormone pills or hormone shots, the difference between males and females goes away. Well, that's not true. In a recent study published in the British Journal of Sports Medicine, it was determined, quote, male bones are bigger in both sides in density than females. Females have shorter arms and legs relative to body size. Females are around 30 to 35% muscle by weight, while males are up to 40 to 50% muscle by weight. Those things do not change because of hormones. A biological male has advantages over a biological female regardless of whether hormone treatment has been taken or not. So this is absolute common sense legislation built on science. Hmm. And the left hates it. Hey, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Hey, just a reminder, Joy and I finish up a four-day revival down in Logan, Ohio. Tonight, Wednesday night, we wrap it all up. We've had such a great time down at uh, Shepherd of the Valley Church in Logan. Um, sweet people, wonderful people, and every night we've had radio listeners come and visit and uh, join us, and that has just been wonderful. It's been exciting. We had uh, radio listeners come last night, and uh, I hope many of you will come tonight. Shepherd of the Valley Church in Logan, Ohio. Service tonight starts at 7 o'clock, and uh, we wrap up that four-day revival tonight. So hope to see you there. And again, just a reminder, we wrap up the Bible League campaign this Friday. If you have not yet had an opportunity to give, please do so. Yes, we've exceeded our goal, but yes, we want to see how much further we can go. We want to see how many Bibles we can provide. 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673. Or you can go to the wordcolumbus.com the word Columbus.com and simply click on the Bible League banner, but that disappears. After this Friday, our campaign will be all over. We're, uh, we're coming to the end of the month of October, and I don't know who designated it, and I don't know how long ago, but October has been designated Pastor Appreciation Month, and it's been that way for many years. I hope I pray that every one of you will find some way this month to encourage your pastor. You have no idea how much a a note, a letter, a, a postcard, or even an email means to pastors. When I was pastoring in Westerville, I had a file in my desk drawer, and it was marked Encouraging Letters had the privilege of being a senior pastor for 25 years. And I had, 
I had a good number of letters in that encouraging letters file. And here's what I would do occasionally. When I would get discouraged, and folks, all pastors get discouraged. For me, it was Monday. That's why I took Monday off if I could. Sometimes that wasn't possible. But I always took Monday off because it was Monday that the devil just beat me to a pulp. Why did you preach too long? Why did you preach too short? You could have said this. You shouldn't have said that. Your illustration didn't make any sense. Nobody responded. You need to just quit. That was Monday for me. Not every Monday. But sometimes I would get discouraged. I would open that desk drawer. It was on my right lower desk drawer. And I would pull that folder out, and I would read some of the letters. Some of them had been written several years before. But once again, they brought great comfort to me. Uh, Send a letter. Back in those days, we didn't have email. Back when I first began pastoring. Uh, Find out the favorite restaurant that your pastor and his wife uh, frequent. And give them a gift card. That is so incredibly encouraging. Uh, There's a little church that Joy and I usually go to at least once a year, sometimes twice a year. Just a small rural church. And there is a sweet lady, an older lady. And every time we go, she hands us a little envelope. And in that envelope is a gift card to one of our favorite restaurants. And it is so unbelievably encouraging. Now, it doesn't, and again, it doesn't have to be something financial. It doesn't cost you anything to send a letter or send an email. Uh, There are thousands of ways that you could encourage your pastor, and don't forget your pastor's wife. Please don't forget your pastor's wife. So often the pressure on the pastor's wife is even greater than on the pastor himself. And sometimes pastor's wives are so neglected, so forgotten, so maligned. People like the way they dress. They don't like the way they dress. uh, The criticism of pastor's wives is so unwarranted. It is just wrong. So, Make sure that when you encourage your pastor, encourage your pastor's wife as well. The stress on pastors has always been great, but it's getting worse. In a brand new study that was uh, conducted by Houston, Texas First Baptist Church and a research organization, they did a nationwide survey of historically black and evangelical churches and their pastors. Black Protestant, evangelical. And here's what they found. In the last 10 years, black churches and evangelical churches have lost 15% of all of their pastors. 15% have left, left the ministry, never to return. Now, if we were to look at that in raw numbers, be huge, 
huge. 32% of those said that they uh, had received a change in calling. 18% said conflict in their church. And here's the one that I think is more honest. And I'm not saying that these pastors were being dishonest when they said, well, I've just had a change in calling. But being a pastor, knowing so many pastors, uh, many pastors say, well, I've received a change in calling, and what they're saying is I couldn't take it anymore. But 13% cited just burnout, just burnout. 71% of the pastors surveyed said that they feel that their congregation feels that they are on call 24 hours a day. Get this, 50% of those black and evangelical pastors said that their job as being a pastor was, quote, greater than I can handle. Uh, Approximately one in five, that's 20%. Describe being frequently, I love this, frequently irritated by church members. Uh, 63% said that they are frequently overwhelmed with the responsibilities that they face. 63%. And again, 71% said that they feel, they believe that their congregation assumes that they are on call 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Thousands and thousands of pastors every year leave the ministry. And to be completely honest, some of them never should have been in the ministry before. I understand that. But many of them just because they get discouraged and they become overwhelmed. Well, they practice what they preached. Uh Uh-huh. That attitude is why many pastors leave the ministry. Please don't be critical of your pastor. Support your pastor. If your pastor is standing on the truth of Scripture and preaching the Word of God, you support them. You pray for them. The month of October is almost over, and I realize many of you have found a way to encourage your pastor But for those of you who have not, do so. Hey, by the way, you can go to thewordcolumbus.com and nominate them for a seven-day, all-expense-paid getaway to the Cove in North Carolina. Encourage your pastor. And by the way, not just in October. Hey, thanks for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful evening. But please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern.